Hello, you amazing human beings, and welcome to all of you, more of you. This is your podcast host, Sarah Lynn, flow state coach, behavior analyst, hatha yoga teacher, and full of juicy life experience. This podcast is designed for devoted, big visionary, high achieving human beings and entrepreneurs that are here for big things. They're building their legacies. They're leaving their unique mark in this world. And they're here to truly live and feel their best lives in the process. We are going to be diving into all things flow state, spirituality, science, personal growth and development, and entrepreneurship. I really want to create this space for you that I want all of you, your fullest expression, your fullest self, fully accepted and belonging in this space. I want all of you. I want more of you. (laughs) And I welcome you to join me in this journey. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, hello everyone. Mm, So today I'm sitting with Orion, who I'm actually staying on his property at the moment. And yeah, I'm really excited for this conversation. I feel like when I met Orion, we're both here in Nusara in Costa Rica. And ever since I knew, when did we meet? by the way. (laughs) Let's kind of journey back. I always kind of... Probably on the ecstatic dance floor, I think, at some point. This is typical in Nusara here in Costa Rica. You messaged me about doing uh, videography. Right. technically, I'm technically where we met. Right. So our touch point was, you know, kind of navigating this retreat coming up, which it's so divine because when I was connected with you, someone's like, he does, Orion does videography, he does photography, you should reach out to him. And now not only are you doing that, but now I'm hosting the flow retreat here in December in Costa Rica yes. on your property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so lots of divine synchronicities lots and connections. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome. I'm so excited. I feel like me and you, since we've met, we've had lots of conversations probably around what we're going to dive into today. We're kind of free flowing today, guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just want to welcome you on and. I just, I know this is going to be a deep, juicy conversation because every single time I dive in with Orion, this is where these kind of things go. And I want to say personally, you've definitely pushed my edges, like Mm. with things that we talked about. And that's something I appreciate about you. So I'm inviting you into this community space here on the podcast to push your edges with them too, because that's something that as we've dropped into Convo, I'm like, you know, you're kind of pushing my edges of my comfort zone on conversations, <laughs> which always is expansive. So, mm. yeah, I want to say I appreciate that about you. Well, thank <laughs> you. And, and I hope I'm not always pushing your edges because yeah. that's something that's, you know, sometimes we need softness and not always to be just pushed to, the, to our own comfort zone. So. But yes, I, I do like that. I do. Sometimes I feel like I don't even know what the uh, mm. the edges are anymore because I'm just always like living in that space it seems so yeah yeah thank you yeah and I love that about you Mm. like that's kind of your your comfort zone is like the edges (laughs) but I do appreciate what you're saying about the softness because I feel like that's a big thing that we'll even drop into today um which will be really nice you know being me being a female and you being in the divine masculine and um diving into that but yeah if you want to like tell them a little bit so they have a little bit of backstory yeah, a little um, bit about your what you're up to, your passions. Um, who I am, what I do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Whatever you want to share in that realm. <laughs> well, nowadays it seems to be a lot of things, and I'm just trying to figure out how to amalgamate that all together and how to mm. mix that all together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a videographer and photographer, so that's mm. a big part of my creative process, and it also pays the bills, of course. But um, I also have a retreat center that I'm developing, a wellness center in Pilata, which you are staying on. Yes, yes. And being a part of, and that seems to be my number one necessity for my energy right now is that. Mm. So holding that space, Mm -hmm. which can be very tricky, can be very time consuming, and also just enjoying things and, and playing in the photography media world. I really enjoy the expression of uh of video and, and photo and the way people mm. can discover themselves through vulnerabilities like that mm. even through conversation of course and things like this but, yeah, yeah yeah i love that and 
I've gotten a little, actually, you guys can't see behind the scenes. You guys will see little clips. He has this beautiful, like, videography. He's like, oh, yeah, this is just one of my cameras coming in, like, setting the thing up. It looks <laughs> amazing. And you yes. can just tell that's your wheelhouse. And I will speak for myself being on this land and property. And I know you have visions because we've dropped into even just how you're expanding this place and the things you want to do with it. Mm. It's a really special energy here on this land. Yeah. Um, yeah everyone can feel it and even just the few gatherings we've had with like people here in Nusara because we've been hosting quite a few little get-togethers gatherings and visions with that mm -hmm. um, the community and shared energy here is really special and magical wonderful yeah and I'm not I, I can't really take any credit for that that's what drew me to this property yeah and started the whole thing so I'm just I, think, I feel like perpetuating an energy that was already here so yeah definitely Amazing. Well, guys, we want to get into, there's like a few things I feel like Orion and I have talked about recently just because of, I feel like where we're at on our path right now mm -hmm. and just personal life experiences that we're going through <laughs> that we've had these conversations of right. um, so many different things. So yeah, I mean, what's feeling like present for you right now that we can just kind of dive into and <sighs> what would be potent for them to hear? <laughs> well... Where we're living here in Nosara, mm. it seems to be a place of transformation where, where a lot of people come to mm -hmm. discover themselves, to catalyze in themselves. And, and one of the main ingredients that, that is of this place is the masculine and the feminine and the rawness of the masculine and the feminine. Yeah. So it's, it's really in your face here. So that could be some place where we could start talking about how the masculine and the feminine relate to each other. Mm. Um, I don't know. There's so many places that we could start. Let's start there. That feels like a good edge to kind of like dive into and crawl into. So also, so they know how long have you been in Nusara for? Because they know that I've been here for a few months now. And I totally agree with the amount of transformation and the types of people that really gravitate towards this place. Right. It really has this kind of on this like accelerated path. I feel like in mm -hmm. ways of just being around the dynamics and the situations and the events and the things that do take place here. Right. Um, but yeah, how long have you been in Nusara for? I've been coming here since 2013, so about 10 years. Yeah. And that's like not being here fully, but coming and going yeah. and then slowly bringing mm -hmm. more stuff down, investing more time, mm -hmm. and more energy, and then finally buying a, like land mm -hmm. and doing this. And we've been doing that for about four years now, so... Mm, amazing yeah, yeah you've been um i would say you've been here for some time <laughs> yeah i've definitely witnessed a lot of changes both in like the the land and the way this place is and the mm -hmm. culture has been changing it just it used to be a very mm -hmm. simple surf yoga beach town and now it's it's definitely climbing the mm -hmm. the echelons of social status and and, and and why people come here and who they are and, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you say in terms of like just even the masculine dynamic that you kind of see here mm. in Nusara and then we can kind of talk about, yeah, the feminine right, dynamic. Right. Well, um, my feeling of this place is, and in Costa Rica in general, is it's very, it's very feminine. You know, they, they, they even refer to the ocean here as El Mar, mm. which is the masculine version of the ocean. And if you go to Spain, it's La Mar, which is the female version of the ocean or saying it or representing it oh, I love and that. the reason why they say that is because they say the men are like the ocean here they're very mm. like uh like they're very fluid and and the women tend to actually be the people who hold down the houses and, and so mm. so masculinity in nosara is 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 a thing of well it's there's not a whole lot of it is what i would say I would say this place mm -hmm. really, really embodies everything feminine from mm. the ocean to the yoga to even the transformations that occur mm -hmm. here. It's very like esoteric. It's very spiritual. It's very yeah. fluid. And yep. as anyone that knows after living here, um, it's very difficult to get things done here. Mm. So that to me is like not necessarily that there's no masculine but the right. masculine has a little bit harder of a time manifesting here mm. so just mm -hmm. that is the as the playing ground knowing that we're like 70 percent feminine like 30 percent masculine yep it gives way for a lot of 
a lot of feminine things to happen a lot of like the surfing like uh, all the yoga the breath work the expansion all the all the fluidity that is involved with like being a human can really catalyze and happen here yeah definitely yeah thanks for sharing that little snippet about the ocean too i found that really interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. and what i want to say for anyone that is not aware just a tiny snippet of feminine and masculine just go into the bare bones and basics here so they know what we're talking about every man every female every masculine human um, we hold masculine and feminine energies it's it's the balance that we're playing within Mm -hmm. you know and speaking from myself you know being a feminine being at nature i was really in my hyper masculine for Mm. a majority of my life because living in the u.s um you know i was running my company in austin i was like you know, head mm-hmm. of that. I was the boss for so many people. Yes. I grew up with six brothers. I mean, just there's so many things that kind of tied into me being in this hyper masculine. So being here has really, I mean, I've been on my journey for integrating the feminine now for the last several years mm. and really finding that more and more and yeah, being in this area. So that's kind of been like my past, but I wanted to make it really clear to everyone that every being has yes. masculine and feminine energy. So yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. you're a female, you have feminine energy. No, no, I'm not dividing men and women. I'm just, uh, I'm just illustrating the yeah. energy balance. The energy balance. Yeah, definitely. Which mm-hmm. is a really interesting conversation when it comes to partnerships and friendships and relationships in general. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd be curious, like for you, Where have you found yourself on that spectrum? What's kind of your journey looked like personally for that? Right. Well, um, I guess it it depends uh, on a like on a professional side. It makes it a little challenging to get things done because you have Mm -hmm. to navigate the jungle life also, which once again is the feminine (laughs) is is always trying to test you. And this place does that. Either your your quad or your car is not functioning correctly or someone else didn't show up on time or some technological error happened to make your day just a little bit more challenging in a professional get it done sort of sense. Even yesterday with, you know, Mm -hmm. I rock up because I'm living on Orion's property, as I mentioned right now. And we had rainstorm, thunderstorm yesterday and just like a massive few trees just fell. Yeah go in the different gates like just just navigating some costa rica like things. things that don't normally happen in yeah. a structured masculine world like a city right. um, they might happen but there's mm-hmm. responses there's mm-hmm. things the tree is still there so mm-hmm. we're just figuring out when when that will happen or when someone will come and cut it and they will but it's <laughs> just relying on uh, it's just relying on fate more than someone actually having a responsibility to come show it up show up and cut the tree down (laughs) definitely definitely so yeah that so in the professional sense it's just a little tricky Mm -hmm. um but it also gives way to a lot of um creative projects that can that can be tapped into so when we're talking photography and videography that's like i can i can really really exploit i guess in a way like mm-hmm. the, the the feminine nature like the beauty mm-hmm. of things the flowing of the water the rainstorms and that's beautiful and all yeah and my camera equipment is constantly breaking and i need to fix it and this and that so it's like it is that that balance still mm-hmm. that exists in, in anything and everything it seems like mm-hmm. so <clears throat> yeah in a professional way that's kind of like the very real sense of how things are affected yeah <clears throat> and then in like a personal way, mm-hmm. a lot of people, most people that come here are looking for personal growth. Definitely. I feel. Yeah. And um, most, most of the people that do come here looking for personal growth are, are women. So, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, be it the yoga or the ocean or the different types of uh, services and just even the, the place that it is, it seems to attract more women than men mm-hmm. probably three or four women per one guy yeah so that's once again it's very supportive of the feminine but mm-hmm. the masculine has a tendency to be um not as just not as potent here so it doesn't yeah. quite attract it doesn't attract men as much as it does attract women mm. um so in that level i feel like uh there's oh, that's a whole different landscape of things happening here when yeah. you're talking about growth, mm-hmm. you're talking about uh, plant medicine that people really get into and they find a new 
a new way to shape their life or reprogram their nervous system. There's mm. a lot of acupuncturists. There's a lot of like um, naturopathic doctors. There's a lot of yoga massages. instructors. There's a lot of coaches. A lot of yep. massages. A lot of so that picture that I'm painting is yeah. There's a lot of people that come here in in mm. support of the feminine arts, which are these you know massage like and you can't add of course masculine now we're talking about nuances but you can add masculine to those things but it seems like they're they're more like artistic and flowy and yeah all the creatives yeah the creatives exactly and there's lots of artists in this town lots of festivals coming every year so mm. it's a wonderful place to support those things um and there's there's a certain sense of fluidity and and drama that uh, can get washed over you as well if you don't have barriers and boundaries to, to keep mm. yourself uh, level-headed in, in that that area <laughs> definitely so. and I can sense what you're saying with having more of yeah just feminine energy like the types of people and the types of occupations and the energy mm -hmm. of the land and environment how do you feel you know, we can talk about the business stuff too, if that feels relevant, but what I'm curious more of getting into more of like the polarities and dynamics between relationships, if it's in friendships, if it's in partnerships, but just right. in between like male and female mm -hmm. speaking that, how do you feel that's showing up for you currently right now? And just, yeah, thoughts or perspectives on that with the polarities between your dynamics. Yeah. Um, well, if you're a man here, I think you really have to really ground in on your masculine. You have to mm -hmm. do a lot of things to to strengthen that that masculinity because mm -hmm. you you do start to slip more into your feminine pole, which mm -hmm. means as a man, yeah, you want to like. There's a saying here, "pura vida," that's just like kind of <laughs> like go with the flow. Yeah. And while that is great, and we all really appreciate going with the flow, um, a lot of times that that will actually as a man pull mm -hmm. you out of your your masculinity mm -hmm. and more into a feminine pull yeah which can be great once again for creating art and falling in love and all these things that we <laughs> do need to do yeah but it can get you just have to you just have to be mindful of it and aware of mm -hmm. the pull with the feminine pull in this place yeah and if you want to be in a relationship in in this space you have to be mindful of that as well i feel mm -hmm. just being um this, most women want a man that that can hold them in in their ocean like if mm. if, if the feminine is mm. in turmoil and the feminine is trying to like express itself it needs a masculine container to be able to really really fully express itself without like overflowing we'll say yeah and i just want to like touch on that because that's a huge thing for me in my journey um especially i mean this podcast is called all of you more of you which mm. you know i grew up with this dynamic and me personally i know a lot of women can tap into this and maybe even masculine you know men experience this too of always being too much right mm. having just to give you a little backstory me and orion are both cancers mm -hmm. <laughs> we actually have four people on the property right now that are all cancers you know and I, I, of course on an astrological level mm -hmm. you know we feel we have lots of emotions we yes. you know go very deep into things which is very beautiful and if you're not a cancer you can experience these things too or maybe you have placements in your chart that are in cancer mm -hmm. right so being you know feeling too much always in my experiences in partnerships or even friendships i always have this thing of like yeah having the the thought that oh my gosh like can they hold me so yeah. i love that you said that because that divine masculine there is a lot of beauty in that even you know one of our friends we had a gathering here at your property on sunday and I was like, the amount of divine masculine figures that are here, you know, of course, like there may might not be as many men, but the ones that are here, because they are present here, mm -hmm. there is this beautiful divine masculine that sure. I feel way more, I feel held here. I feel supported mm -hmm. here. And mm -hmm. that it's all inner work on both ends, right? Like it's my inner work to drop into my feminine and allow for that safety, but it's a creation between both people right. to really have that and to feel like I have that container that I can not be happy joyful sarah all the time so speaking <laughs> on my part that people can hold me and when i'm yeah. angry sure, we, sure, you know sure. we talked about that on the ecstatic floor like we have lot we both have lots of aries in our chart and like mm -hmm. i have like fire and wildness and yes, yes. 
um, yeah, to be able to hold that full spectrum mm-hmm. is definitely like what, what you're talking about in that divine masculine. Yeah. And, and yeah. To, to hit on that, I think when a lot of people think of the masculine, like holding mm. the space of a woman, they get into the mindset of like that we're supposed to like quite literally be holding you and trying mm. to, to fix something yeah. that is happening. And, and what I'm actually referring to is one of my teachers had a saying of back and down. And what that means is like you have to to be strong, but more like a dam, like to step back and just observe the mm-hmm. energy that's happening within the feminine, mm-hmm. but not try and fix it or, or step in and 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 do something. Sometimes it really is just quite quite just being in the space and being accepting of what's happening. And once mm-hmm. again, this can very much happen coming from a man as well. Mm-hmm. If they're very, very, very feminine, then this can be expressed as well and be, need to be held as well. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, which I find is really important because I do feel the conversation really goes towards the masculine, like holding that. And I love that you touched on that means like simply observe. We don't need to fix things, right? Sure. It's not meaning yeah. like, okay, say I'm angry and we're in a dynamic <clears throat> or something and you know, you need to, it's just like witnessing and allowing and mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be fixed or changed. Like it's perfect sure. how it is. And also the importance that I know we talked about this, even this last week that the masculine needs that too. You guys, you know, right. to have emotions yeah. and speaking from a culture that I grew up in of masculine, not really expressing other emotions and needing mm-hmm. to be strong mm-hmm. and needing sure. to be that like that's not healthy either so it's like how right. can we create these containers for each other and these dynamics where we can just be in our healthiest organic expression <laughs> sure yeah um and uh, you said something about uh, just as, as a reverse part of that um yeah. the the masculine uh, oftentimes like if you if a man is or a woman is truly in her masculine mm-hmm. she's probably or he's probably in her his, his do it mode and getting things done yeah and i make the analogy of like uh leonidas once again like in the movie 300 <laughs> there's this king who's really you know bold and brave and uh-huh. powerful and strong and amongst his men that's what he personifies mm-hmm. because he wants to lead as a strong man and he wants others yeah. to follow him as a strong man mm-hmm. but when he goes back to his keep with his queen mm-hmm. then he fully surrenders to her and she holds him mm-hmm. and allows him to fully surrender and be in that space and mm-hmm. this is the part where i think a lot of women also think that they have to then be strong for their man mm. and, and hold in that space and like fix something right when in reality uh, sometimes men just want to surrender and and be soft and that like gives us more incentive being supported by that divine feminine to go out there again and be strong etc 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 so it really is like an ebb and flow of energies in its most healthy state Mm -hmm. where the woman can fully express her femininity and her softness and also be strong Mm -hmm. for the the masculine and hold the masculine when it's needed definitely have this kind of like yin and yang sort of uh, balance between yeah what i would be curious of is so say for example you want to surrender into a woman say in a partnership Mm -hmm. right or even a friendship it could be either and her kind of going into that masculine to to hold you in that space do you feel like there's a balance too of like what does that masculine look like you know being able to hold like can she do you feel she can still be really soft in that holding and yeah receptive but still kind of hold that frame for you yeah how would that look like well i don't think it's like masculine that she's using it's just a different face of the feminine it's like the more of like the the queen archetype where it's Uh like i i get to be strong and soft at the same time Mm. for this man yeah in in that dynamic and i'm sure this Mm. can be used in other spaces especially like uh, if you're a ceo as a woman Mm. of a large company there needs to be some softness in there as well. So you have to learn how to embrace um, your feminine, divine feminine, we can call it, um, to hold hold that masculine and and, and be soft with it so that it's it's just not like... um, (sighs) So there's not conflict between um, Mm -hmm. like the masculine coming home to the feminine and then meeting more masculine and then the masculine not feeling like he can be supported so he he retreats 
in a sort of way. Mm. So I think it's, it's, it's different with everyone and there's definitely mm. a lot of nuance to it. But, yeah. you know, really communicating yourself and where you're at in mm. your energies, I think is really key for a couple or a partnership to have this exchange of, mm. of holding and supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I know that women really like to be felt is like, like you said, if, if they're not at their best, that that's okay. Yeah. And one thing that the masculine likes to feel is if they're not at their strongest, that's mm. okay. Yeah. And mm. we have to be able to support each other both in our weaknesses. Well, not even our weaknesses, just like maybe our recharge times of, of living our lives the way we do, either a strong feminine, divine feminine, or strong masculine, or whatever. We just need a place to to retreat to and be held by by someone or something. Or, you know. Exactly. And to speak on that, like, that's just being human, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, really allowing that vulnerability to... And, you know, this kind of goes into some stuff maybe we can speak on with intimacy and just... Mm-hmm allowing that vulnerability to really come through of yeah like we're not perfect we might have these sure more of these um frames right and Mm -hmm. looking at that and something i wanted to speak on is you know like i said like my journey has been really hyper masculine woman Mm -hmm. right and integrating more into my femininity and what i've really felt and it's not like on a conceptual level like this is felt in energy exchanges between my interactions this is felt in my body mm-hmm. that i can still you know like i'm running my own business right and regardless of you know when i was running a business in corporate in charge as a boss or now running my own business as an entrepreneur there's definitely needs to be masculine energy there that is channeled to, to yeah. make shit happen that's why i have a podcast that's what we're, we're creating the retreat but what I found that's just been so beautiful, and it's a continued path always, is that having that still, my doing, the being and the doing is what's really changed. Mm-hmm. My being can be softer. It can be okay. present. It can be relaxed. I can feel ease in my body. And I think a big thing, too, with this has been building safety, right? Of mm-hmm. just, oh, wow, I can relax. And if that's, like, you know, breathing and... Yes. who I'm surrounding myself by like even like you know like we, we were doing a massage train you know at our our party and stuff but everyone was so connected mm-hmm. there's intention there there's this mutual respect of vulnerability and people being authentic and just um yeah allowing like even on the ecstatic dance floor you know sometimes people are I know you just had an experience like this sometimes people are crying some people are sure. yelling and it's this beautiful acceptance that you can feel when you feel safe mm-hmm so you know that goes into dynamics but just even who you're surrounding yourself with in general friendships and community of i've been able to really relax and soften right still holding this the doing but Mm -hmm. my being has completely changed because my being used to be rigid um sure 10 steps ahead 10 steps behind uh anxious stressed and like people can feel that energy you know yeah Yeah. which can impact so many things in your connection your intimacy totally um The masculine wants to contain and hold on to things mm-hmm. you know it wants to mm-hmm. control because that's what it's there for that's what the element of the container is there for <laughs> and control might sound like a negative inclination or, mm-hmm. or a negative way of saying it but it, it's it's just containing the liquid you know and the feminine wants mm-hmm. to escape and it wants to dance <laughs> around and and even in things like ecstatic dance um you're very 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 much tapping into like the um the body and the nervous system of the body and um, when there's emotions that get stored in the body and you're moving it so much and you're activating it so much yeah those things become very very surface level and that's where the feminine has a tendency to run a little wild and that is why like I, I would cry on the dance floor and I would get mm. lost in this space because I've in some way or another I've let my guards down I've let my masculine mm. down and, and the feminine is overflowing at that point and you know it might not be like the I don't know if the right or wrong thing to do would be the way to say it but um, (laughs) if I were to look at that and say like oh do I want to cry on the dance floor in front of a lot of people no I don't like that masculine (laughs) part of me is like no I don't want to reveal myself like that but you know in those moments when we let go that's that is when those things Mm. happen and 
and it is beautiful and mm. I wouldn't like take it back but if you were to ask me like do I want to do that it would be like no I, I don't think I do want to do that I'd rather yeah. I'd rather do that in a more contained space but right how did how was that moment for you how did you feel allowing that to come through and being in that more of that feminine yeah I mean I, I guess I have a tendency to let go in those moments just because mm. uh, not feeling something has made more conflict in my life than feeling it. Definitely. So it, with all this stuff, um, it's just a lot of it is just becoming really aware with who you are as an individual and how mm. you relate to the masculine and the feminine mm -hmm. and what you need. Like mm -hmm. if you're a fiery individual, as I am, um, I have, at least right now in my life, I'm a fiery person and yeah and that's good because I definitely have a lot of drive I get up early I do things um but yeah, yeah. seeing you in the tantra tent six six something I am doing the thing <laughs> yeah but I also have a tendency yeah. to burn out and not slow mm. down mm -hmm. and this is where like having a watery person around is really 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 nice because they kind of wear on you and you kind of wear on them and yeah so being aware of things in life yourself and what you need yeah. and your desires and choosing to have people around you and places around you that counter that mm. is I think really important in life in general for talking about balances and things like that yeah yeah mm. well thank you for sharing that and also just being vulnerable yeah sharing something I would say that's quote-unquote taboo talking about men with emotions especially in like a public community space and area and I think you know speaking mm. from being a female I think it's a, be a beautiful thing I think this stuff needs to be way more normalized mm. and it doesn't mean then yeah that you tap into you know you're doing and holding a masculine frame but like allowing for all of these pulls to happen and sure. normalizing it I feel like is just healing so much and that's why even at dance or these events or these gatherings we go to like it's just such a collective healing that's happening at these whatever sure, it is yeah, yeah. and it's beautiful mm -hmm. <laughs> yes we're permissionaries for each other yeah. we give each other the permission to mm. be vulnerable because you mm -hmm. know in a lot of a lot of breath work or tantra or any of these things any of these group sort of uh, initiations mm -hmm. there's always one person who is going to be loud and going to be outrageous and going to do these things and that person gives the next person a little bit more of a permission to enter that space of mm. screaming or crying or being animalistic or primal where society might tell us like well you shouldn't do those things mm -hmm. um, you know it's it's good for us to let out those things or else we just bottle them in and then they come out otherwise so right yeah it's like allowing our full self-expression to really come through mm -hmm. in whatever yeah. these are and that's why it's so it's so powerful like you said otherwise we store that we hold on to it we take parts of ourselves and we're not all of ourselves we're not more of ourselves so this is really like bringing that fullness to our experience and mm -hmm. giving everyone permission and then when one person and it's like a ripple effect right we'll be at dance sometimes or whatever it is and what <laughs> you'll see one person then you might see like three people doing that or five people you know and it's just right. like this exactly so many things happening at once yeah <laughs> life is a shared experience and yeah the more and more i learn about it nothing is really ours no. And um, it all comes from, it's either, you know, like sampled music or sampled poetry or rearranged letters and words with different meanings or the same meaning even. And I think we get really attached to like making things ours and copywriting them and trademarking them and these types of things. And it just doesn't really work like that. So these wonderful spaces, going back to permissionary, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, every now and then we do need mm. like... Um, people within the space that are not afraid of being silly or being seen or being heard or mm -hmm. and that's really important so um i think it takes a little bit of bravery to to start doing that so definitely and it's i would speak from my own experience it's cultivated over time yeah right this is like a dance i remember when i first started going to you know just like like we said talking about edges once you push an edge and kind of lean into something new and then it's like okay and then you get comfortable and then that's your new normal and then all of a sudden you're pushing a new edge and like I've personally been experiencing that since I've been here of like yeah just like leaning in more if it's like with intimacy or just deeper connection with humans and oh we got Augie here <laughs> um, and it's been a beautiful dance to lean more and more into that right 
Yeah. Yeah, you know, Sara as a place has um, quite a lot of wonderful, mm, like you can tap into a lot of wonderful services to help you grow as a human, mm. as where you might like strive to be a bigger, bigger, better businessman in a different place. Here mm-hmm. it teaches you how to be a better spiritual person. Definitely, definitely. What would you say personally has been something you've att- yeah just share like in, a little into your personal experience whatever you're comfortable sharing that's helped you really lean into that here of uh, playing with polarities or intimacy or connection right that's a lot of the things that we're talking about right now right yeah. um yeah whatever you <laughs> want to share i just i know like you've had a lot of experiences you've lived here for 10 years you know so sure. sharing kind of with someone and give them a peek into this world a little bit express yourself in a way that you wouldn't do on even like a normal dance floor Mm, mm -hmm. and this is something that's done that's completely sober so yeah anyone that's involved with it is asked to come as they are all natural Mm -hmm. and we all step onto a dance floor and we create a container and within that container you are allowed to be in do whatever you want within a certain reason, we'll say. <laughs> mm. um, and there's no talking, so words have a tendency to get in our way of, mm. uh, of true expression, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, you just get to observe people in their motion, and you get to observe people in their silence, or mm. even running around doing jumps and twists and turns and all these things. You get to really, like, see people in the space of... Um, almost like that they're children again yeah 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 I love what you said about like the container I feel like that's such a big Mm -hmm. thing I mean any event I've been to here either when we're doing like gatherings and things (laughs) like we're always creating this container because I have I've been in leaky containers so to speak where things are just kind of flowing and we were even talking about that the event we had on Sunday of like how can we be even more intentional with that? How could we, but also allow that spontaneity and flow where it's not too hyper-masculine of creating the container, but right. it allows for that safety and that flow for vulnerability, authenticity, and just that, that intention to fuse in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, something that I've definitely liked more and more is, and I don't think I, maybe like three years ago, I never really like created containers for things. Mm. Um, I was a massage therapist for like 15 years and we would never really talk about like creating a container around something. Right. But um, truly that's what you're doing in like a, when you sit down with someone massage therapy, you ask them, right. okay, what's going on with your body? Where's your emotional state at? You know, how mm. can I help you? Mm. And then literally someone takes off all their clothes, gets naked on a table and you hold <laughs> them in that space. Right. So without really talking about creating a container, you are so that they can, a naked person, feel safe on your table while mm. you're putting oil on them and gliding your hands all over their body. It's like, if you were to describe it outside of that context, be like, well, that sounds rather unsafe emotionally or physically. Right. But especially for someone that maybe isn't as comfortable being in their body right and right. with connection feeling relaxed like it's really allowing what you said like that safety intention if you used to be like okay this is what we're doing here and you know there's can be guidelines boundaries and whatever right. it is and of course it's intentional if you're going to a masseuse like you know you're going for a massage but yeah depending on what it is like if you're going to a social event or things like this like this could be way looser <laughs> right yeah and and that is why with a lot of these events either a tantric event mm-hmm. or uh, an ecstatic dance mm-hmm. usually done sober because yeah because of boundaries mm-hmm. and when we're intoxicated in any way mm-hmm. most of the times we're looking to let go of our boundaries so that we don't have to keep ourselves at that's at in that space right but in in these types of spaces it's it's good to go become or like come to the event sober because then you are in full awareness of, of the reflections that right. you're having and maybe even someone else is having while you're having this intimate experience. Right. And otherwise, you might do something that you wouldn't normally do and that mm-hmm. wouldn't give you the growth potential that you could possibly have. So, 
Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, speaking from my own experience, I mean, I haven't, I haven't had alcohol. We're talking about bad substance or whatever mm-hmm. it is in several years now. So come, that's been kind of like my normal. But just like you said, like you're coming in with such purity. And sometimes substances, yeah, they're changing our consciousness. They're altering us. So that alters sometimes the behaviors and actions and decisions we're making. So coming in in that clear, conscious, connected, present state, we can really be with what is. And that's really powerful. That's profoundly changed my life and how I experience uh, connection, relationships, uh, community, anything really. It's really like changed. So I'm able to get that intimacy and depth that I always craved. Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to access fully and my soul craved it. And now I'm able to get that, right? And even in being here in Usara, like it's deeper and deeper and deeper. It's like so many layers that we can go into and this podcast is about you know fulfillment and depth and things like that so it's like yeah like what are these things that helps us create that depth right and it's it's really like conditioning the nervous system to accept bigger spaces Mm. and it can be scary going into one of these ecstatic dances and yeah then someone wants to touch you and move with you and it creates this like other space of uh, Um, yeah it just uh, it can be scary relating to other humans and even being seen like so the more that we are seen and the more that we can be in these spaces of expansion the more we're able to actually deal with other things in life like you can take Mm -hmm. that that tool that you, you can take what you learn in there and then you can go into a space where something is needed of you or something is even stressful and Mm -hmm. then you have like tools to be able to like relate to your nervous system and and it Mm. should after a while you know when you get used to these things that are bringing you to your edge and this and that it can Mm -hmm. really just expand your ability to take on new and different things and I will add to that expand your ability to feel and experience as well yeah of course (laughs) because when you're able to do that and you're expanding your nervous system and that's like where I've gotten depth with the film and because as I'm expanding my own personal edges I'm feeling more, I'm experiencing more. The fulfillment is grows and grows, you know, and it's, you know, I, I, it gets me curious of how deep this can really go in this human experience, which is like the journey that I'm on, <laughs> sure, sure. which is a beautiful journey to explore. And like you said, it can be scary at times. I remember my first aesthetic dance I went to it was a few years ago. Now it's like a norm I get on and I can get pretty freaky pretty easily <laughs> or like whatever you want to say yeah, and yeah. like contact or, you know, if I'm dancing with someone, like these are more norm, normal, you know, things that I can do now. But back in the day, I remember even just stepping onto the floor was an edge for me. And yeah. I was like, whoa, I'm coming to this sober. I'm going to a dance. Like I used to dance like, you know, drunk at bars and things. And sure. people were so, it, it mm-hmm. made me feel very vulnerable even stepping into that space. And I remember just mm-hmm. feeling so nervous inside. And um, yeah, now it's like beautiful. Now it's like, ooh, where's my edge on the floor? You know, that's <laughs> me, you know, what, two weeks ago, like being a freaking lion, like just going nuts on the, you know, and that's, that's uh, maybe a new edge for me. It felt pretty natural in the moment, but it's like, how can we continuously keep exploring that? Because that right. version of me a few years ago compared to now, completely different. And there's new levels of that for sure. I'm sure you experience the same in your own journey. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I feel like you can take it anywhere, even like, for instance, if you're, like if you're pushing edges in, in one area, then your, your mind might start to think like how you can even push in other areas and explore mm-hmm. in other areas. So maybe you start going surfing and you start exploring that area and you start mm-hmm. wondering like, where is the limit of where my physical body and my mental body can take me? Yeah. Or, you know, maybe you start doing um, like a plant medicine, like you do ayahuasca for the first time and saying like, okay, where is the depth of this, this journey and how it can, you know, serve me and whatnot. Mm. And I guess it just really starts a question, like a never ending question of like, how deep can I go with this? Yeah. And, and that revolves around so many different things. Uh, like it can revolve around your intimacy and how, how, mm. how deep is my intimacy? How deep can I love? How strong am I? How much can I lift? And how much can I do in this way? And mm-hmm. um, you know, you can use it in so many ways. And and just to, mm-hmm. I guess, it gives you an opportunity to believe in what you can do more as well. Because just Ooh. the more you can push yourself. Yeah, yeah. Areas. That was a gold nugget at the end. I yeah. love that. I think my invitation in this conversation for you guys that are listening to this is 
to allow that curiosity and be brave enough to allow the curiosity to take over you. Um, because, you know, if speaking from, and a lot of people on listeners in this podcast, you know, they're entrepreneurs, they're high achieving, you guys are pushing your edges and things, but get curious in the rounds of, like I said, if it's intimacy, if it's in connection, it's community, what you're experiencing in life, not just your mission, or maybe it is your mission, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, allowing yourself to lean into that bravery it takes to explore and get curious of the edges without shutting yourself off without staying in the conditioning that maybe you were raised in or grew up in Mm -hmm. because that could be limiting your experience of life yeah and speaking for myself like that's vastly grown 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 to areas that i never imagined i would be experiencing today and it's Mm. it's a gift and there's still edges and things to lean into where i'm like oh that feels a little scary for me and but i'm so curious and that curiosity is the cue to to lean in more (laughs) yeah yeah you can always follow your curiosity and i think maybe uh just to go back to that like am i too much sort of mentality Mm. maybe somewhere in society it does say like yeah there's a a message that's like you are too much and that you shouldn't try for big things i I feel like people do limit themselves in some degree or they'll Mm -hmm. they'll look at something and maybe life has become so convenient and so easy that it's just like well i'll i'll wait for the next thing or Mm -hmm. or i'll just take the easy route out because it, Mm -hmm. it feels hard and i think maybe people lose the fact that there's a lot of really amazing lessons and hard things like even yeah and like the embodiment you gain from that going Mm -hmm. through yeah yeah you become more more tough to more resilient to things you know um whatever doesn't kill us makes us stronger in a sort of way Mm -hmm. and and you know uh just becoming very aware of that here in nosara is this is like a bubble you know it's uh, the out there in the world, most people relate through digital means, like m- most of the time mm-hmm. now. So I think yeah. they're losing a lot of their senses. They're losing about a lot of their ability to communicate on an empathetic level and a somatic mm-hmm. level, meaning mm-hmm. like touching each other and mm-hmm. exchanging um, energetic, like literally uh, electromagnetic fields with each other. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of nuance in in these things that we we celebrate here in Nosara like ecstatic dance expansion of all these things yeah yeah so that's like another thing to really take away I love what you said about just like the senses in general and that's how you're gaining more intimacy right deeper connection fulfillment and interactions with people and Mm -hmm. you know conversing that way and there's so many ways to explore that (laughs) and I feel that's one thing that's grown right because you can have your stereotypical like i'll speak from my own experience but just in societal norms like Mm -hmm. you're in a partnership you're happy you're it's like these very bare bone basic things and like we fight and we make up and we enjoy doing and it can yeah that can be great and i would say that's like an average level of experience of the depths that you can have on these levels Mm -hmm. so like starting to really explore and engage with your senses and how you're interacting and what you can do to get creative within these avenues can really um, expand your horizons and like I said the depth of experience so I think that's not just in vision it's in your connection and relations with others and that's something that's brought me a lot of fulfillment especially being in Nusara and being extremely like-minded community such an open-minded community too Mm -hmm. yes that I'm like oh my god my soul it's like being here it's it's just like oh my gosh you finally are in an area that you feel and i've been in other areas like bali and you know some of Mm -hmm. these areas that are more open-minded too but i always gravitate towards them not just because they're the stereotypical like costa rica jungle life thing it's like no like they really cultivate a certain type of community here Mm -hmm. and people that are really interested in exploring this and my experience has only grown vastly in these last few months alone just by being surrounding my consciousness around these types of people and people that i resonate with um, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't get potentially back in some areas in the U.S. Not that I could maybe find it. It's just yeah. more difficult to find in certain you have areas. You to search for it, yeah. Yeah, and it's more normalized here of people are just, yeah, they're open-minded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just to hit on, on that a little bit, what do you define as open-minded in, in mm, terms of that? Yeah, this is such like a big broad question right like Mm -hmm. where I dive into it Mm -hmm. in this context where what I'm considering open-minded is 
people are a they're it's not that they don't have limitations here i would say right or like blocks it's not like we're like oh these open vessels of going through growth and there's nothing stopping us right but people are so self-aware and curious of like oh like just the way we converse here right like for Mm -hmm. example we were at a gathering and just like people are just talking so openly about their personal development journeys Um, they're just open-minded in the sense of getting curious of like oh i feel like this might be blocking me or i'm having this somatic experience right now when speaking to you (laughs) like all these things and people are just open-minded in the sense of yeah they're they're open to conversing about these things they're mm-hmm. open to sharing their hearts and their minds and what they're experiencing sure, openly sure. and they're also open to exploring um newness novelty and yeah, like yeah. very on a very high level i would say mm-hmm. not just like oh i switched up my morning routine with yoga to lifting weights today it's like there's you know this going on in the community i've never been to that oh interesting i don't know anyone okay i'm gonna go like it's just mm-hmm. it's a very mm-hmm. open view of curiosity here I yes, would say. yes yeah yeah after i would say like after about two or three weeks people um from being in the community and sampling different things around we have a community called pachamama nearby that's a very mm-hmm. tantric taoist type <laughs> community where they explore yeah. a lot of plant medicines and rituals and various different types of somatic journeys mm. um and there's and there's not just pachamama but there's a few communities around mm-hmm. here that actually support this mm-hmm. um and yeah it really it, it dives into this place is very primal so it brings out these primal urges and these primal natures in people and this mm. is a place where it's a lab for that to be explored like mm-hmm. you were saying you know people come here and they discover, oh, I can, I can celebrate this wild part of me that I've never felt before. And yeah. wild meaning not like necessarily like sexually wild or something like that, but just, just primal, just wild. And like, like an energy like, that almost like emerges, right? Like yeah. if we were even speaking, like, you know, we've had certain experience, like even me on the dance floor two weeks ago, like this, it's like an emergence of an energy and something activated by what we're doing, who we're sure. around and mm-hmm. that I'm like, Oh yeah, that, that is a part of me. And like you said, celebrating all those parts, like, you know, there's yeah. my conditioning of Sarah's always happy, joyful. This is who she is. And then mm-hmm. that uncomfortability that comes in sometimes when I'm not like, I went to an ecstatic. It was actually one of the Wednesday night ones. And I had an experience where I had to really witness myself because I, I had some cacao before on an empty stomach. It wasn't ideal, to be honest. <laughs> Sometimes cacao will be a little sneaky with me. And if, like, um, I'm mm-hmm. suppressing some emotions. And we've been a lot more social, I would say, lately speaking for myself. Right. And I had some emotions emerging. And in, it was one of my last nights with one of my friends who was about to go back home. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, there were a lot of people there that I loved. And everyone was kind of like in their animalistic natures mm-hmm. and really crazy. And that would be my typical dance. Mm that wasn't my typical dance. So I had to accept myself of feeling maybe some sadness coming up. I had to accept myself sure. in feeling yeah. some uncomfortable emotions and actually just go on the sidelines for a little bit and feel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like accepting even those sides. It's not even the wild. It's like being okay with you being in different states that maybe isn't your quote unquote norm or right. more yeah, present state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and this place embraces people and celebrates them for their, yeah. their true expression for the most part. It's, yeah. Like I said, it's one of those, this is why retreats are so common here and so beneficial mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people will exit their jobs in like mm-hmm. New York or LA or whatever and they'll come here and it'll take two or three days before they start to actually like somatically and empathetically feel start feeling the energy of the space meaning like Mm -hmm. people are relaxed Mm -hmm. people are chill when you look at them they'll look you in the eyes more they're not trying to move on to the next thing so quickly they're here um they're here and things take longer because of that and or not i'm gonna put this flip side of the coin maybe you're so immersed in something that things are actually effortlessly yeah 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 i guess it's just time operates differently here yeah. And, and thus, like the energies that people navigate this, mm-hmm. you know, they operate different as well. And and the place, the lessons that this place has to give you is is like, yeah, is to slow down, is to relate more to your primal, is to be in, more in your body, more in the moment, and thusly you start like really starting to learn and be exposed to different things. Yeah. Definitely. Mm, I love that. The one thing I want to touch on real quick before I ask you some of these last wrap up Mm -hmm. questions. 
um, yeah, the retreat of just like this area being such an amazing, and I'm so blessed to, I mean, divinely I've been crossed in your path about someone recommending you for videography doing mm -hmm. in the area, or just like your land here. And just, I'm so excited to host a retreat here. Cause like you said, it's a very mm, immersive area to mm -hmm. explore and really drop in. And if it's shifting your identity or getting curious of more of who you are, just mm -hmm. like this deep exploration or really just dropping into how you actually want to feel and then using whatever it is in these peak experiences, I'm so big in integration right. and being like, okay, when you go back into your lives, like you don't need to live here. Of course. Yeah. Amazing. If you, you feel called, like I felt really called, but like I'm sure you have to, to live in this area, mm. but it doesn't mean you have to, it's like, you can really sit, come into a retreat or this type of experience, you know, and that's why I'm so excited to host this and come in with extremely like-minded people that are on similar journeys sure. and in the entrepreneur space specifically for the retreat I'm doing and drop in with each other and go really deep in the things that can happen in a span of a week. Mm -hmm. Like that can profoundly change the whole trajectory of your life. I feel because yeah, I've definitely. had these experiences several times and definitely, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's magical what can happen in that span and allowing yourself to do that, not thinking of it as, you know, time, right, is operated mm -hmm. differently here. We spoke about and a lot of people are like, oh, do I have time to do a week away? And I know you've done like, how many retreats have you hosted? hosted? Uh, yeah. I don't know, 15, 16, maybe more. Like yeah, so you've done a lot of these and uh, it's like what you actually get back in the exchange for the quality of your life and experience after. Sure, yeah. It's like how can you even put a time limit or a price or really any of these things on that because mm -hmm. that's I feel like why we're here. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely very a very potent catalytic space, Nosara. Um, and, and I do mean Nosara specifically. Uh, Costa Rica <laughs> is a wonderful place to come in. Mm -hmm. and vacation but there's definitely certain places in the world where people come for dramatic change whether they're aware of it or they're unaware mm -hmm. of it in this area it seems to be one of those definitely areas. it's a vortex here yeah and <laughs> that's why i keep getting pulled back to it and that's why i'm still here um sometimes i wonder <laughs> why i'm still here why i still get into relationships in this town why i still do anything in this town and, you know, at the end of the day, I just have to look at, like, what I enjoy doing uh -huh. is holding spaces and containers and creating a yeah. vision and creating something big and bigger than, than, than I even really understand and just surrendering to that because I don't seem to have too much of a choice. <laughs> yeah, we, the divine <laughs> takes over. This, this is not our plan. It's, you know, I keep saying it's something I really lean into now because we always, a lot of us talk about how there's so much unknown going on in so many ways and these beautiful things, but it's really up to God, divine, whatever you want to call it. Of, sure. And that's not just going to happen organically and naturally. I mean, God can kind of force synchronicities or rock bottoms or whatever you want to call it. Right, yeah. And this place is very supportive for us to actually lean into those things, like things yes. because everyone is. Yeah on that type of path in some shape or form sure sure here. yeah but like you talked a little bit about integration and i think that that's something that really strongly needs to be hit on mm, in life mm -hmm. in general is yes yes come to this place and in many places like this and and enjoy the fluidity and the the nature and the beauty of the feminine and, and fill your cup but then something that's really important and requires effort it requires that masculinity again of doing mm -hmm. is integration and that is taking yeah. what you absorbed and you learned from this place and actually integrating it and not letting it just spill and be wasted yeah it's like what are you going to do with it you, you need to be really intentional with it what i found with yeah. integration of not like it needs to be like you can change it and be adaptive with it mm -hmm. but it's actually being like wow and like really sitting with for me personally like that reflection that um okay i what are the pieces i want to pull and how am i actually going to put that into my life and what is supporting me in doing that mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> so there's a structure. lot of parts and that's why coaches mentors uh sure. space holders whatever it is is really powerful because it can really support that process depending on where you're at on your journey with that and what it is exactly right right yeah. yes yes but integration huge and key mm, amazing <laughs> well thank you for this i i didn't know where this was going to flow but i knew it was going to be expansive and deep and 
yeah, just a juicy conversation, and it was. So I'm, oh, I'm glad. So happy that you came on, and I ask a few ending questions for everyone that I'm interviewing, and it's beautiful. You're my second guy on the podcast, <laughs> male, and third interview. So yeah, oh, nice. still on the newer end, but it's exciting. Nice. Um, what is the first question? Is what is bringing you the deepest level of fulfillment right now in your current reality? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, something that I've discovered recently is that I have naturally the capacity to hold lots of space. Mm-hmm. Um, so becoming aware of that has been different than actually doing it because mm-hmm. as of probably a year ago, I, I, I hadn't really been aware that I was holding the space mm-hmm. that I was. Mm-hmm. And two things to that if you are aware of it then you can delegate your space holding a little bit more mm-hmm. and actually say like i want to hold this then and now and then i want to <laughs> let this go then and now instead of just trying to hold everything like a comical sort of like a guy trying to hold all these plates up at the same time and then they come crashing down right so that brings me the most joy that i've discovered that i can hold these spaces and it's a truly unique gift mm. and um, that i can help support things just by actually being and not having to do too too much mm. but 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 truly just being the person who holds the space in that space so that's been that's probably the best thing mm. i love that <laughs> gotta love I, I always acknowledge space holders i feel like <laughs> space holding I, I personally feel like I've had a very high standard of mm. space holding, especially coming from a flow state background and like mm-hmm. the quality there and the depth. And I see that in you, like you naturally carry that. You're a natural mm-hmm. space holder okay. <laughs> yes. in the sense. And it's, yeah, it's beautiful when you have the richness and the quality and that depth there to be able to hold. Is there any mm-hmm. specific types of space holding that you're like, I'm really enjoying that? Or is it just mm. all across the board that's bringing um. you the fulfillment? Right. Uh, well, I, I really hold, enjoy holding an individual in their process as much mm-hmm. as I like holding like an entirety, like an event or a space like that. Mm-hmm. I really love to go deep in an energetic and and um, mm-hmm. empathetic sort of way, like an, mm-hmm. uh, with someone through breath work, through mm-hmm. massage, through um, energetic work through deep conversation through um self-realizing actualization like all these things uh you know if i can if i can almost trick someone or give someone the tools to discover a deeper part of themselves Mm. that's a really fun uh space to hold someone in in safety yeah i love that Mm, and I feel that with you so much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to probably hop into a breathwork session at some point. And also, yeah, the massage thing. I mean, your hands, like you can tell mm-hmm. you've been a masseuse and just like that energetic work. Like when we've even done these massage trains or things, I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. it's powerful. So yes, I love seeing you in your element with that. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I'm passionate about it. Yeah. Um, the next question I have is what, so all of you more of you is like the title of this podcast. Mm. What part of you... are you wanting or are bringing more to the table of yourself what Mm. what part of you is emerging where you're like yeah i'm bringing more of this to the whole spectrum of who i am as a human Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it hits a little bit on what i just said it's it's actually not bringing more of me it's actually just trusting and stepping back Mm. and delegating and um still still like it's almost just like expanding that container a little Mm -hmm. bit more and allowing more fluid to come into it with the trust that the container will not crack. And even if it does mm. crack, there's always room for repair. Mm. And having that sort of insight and trust in myself and in in that space holding. Mm. So, yeah. so maybe trust is the piece I'm taking. Like Yeah, the... just more trust overall yeah. and, and, and trusting. I think if we can trust in ourselves, like first and foremost, yeah. we are our own best lover. We are. We should trust in ourselves the most. Mm. We should be our number one friend in life. So just mm-hmm. really like getting all of that out of the way and just like coming <laughs> in tune with with trusting thyself mm-hmm. more than and trusting everything else. But really, like that comes first. And, yeah, and then the rest. And the naturally. rest just kind of naturally falls into place. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. Where can people find you, connect with you, explore <laughs> if they yeah are just curious to 
I mean, we've had this amazing conversation. Yeah. Where would yeah. be the best space for them to connect? Right. Well, the name of the project is Nosara Springs Wellness. Mm. My media company is Adventure Nosara. And mm. me, individually, you can find me on Instagram, mr.o.photo. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll put that, all that in show notes. Sure. Places that people sure. want to explore and yeah, yeah. see whatever you have. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, and thank you being present and knowledgeable <laughs> and just yeah sharing your life experience i feel like this will touch the right humans it's always meant to so yeah, amazing i hope so <laughs> <laughs> all righty guys we'll see you next time thank you so much for tuning in Ciao. <laughs>